episodes in the backlog and by the time you guys hear this they'll probably be out already but i have like three episodes i gotta edit and and you lost one you're saying earlier today you lost one no i I, I actually found that one i found that one okay but yeah we just we we need to look over a bunch of episodes and see what we can upload and stuff like that but a lot of good episodes coming up for you guys and we're starting to kind of see what what we're doing It'll be cool though, cause we'll see, we yeah, do. and we'll see like what order we can put them out in, mm-hmm. cause like we might just put this one out first and then do the one that we did on Saturday or yeah. Sunday. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But we're not gonna tell you what that is yet. That'll be a surprise. <coughs> so really <laughs> how do you quick, just get it off, the, get it off the off the table. How you doing? Having a good week so far? Yeah, busy week. Uh, today's Wednesday. Wednesdays are always pretty busy, mm-hmm. but me anyway. How about for you? How's it been? Kind of the same thing. Everything's kind Good. of just starting to stack up. Honestly, I feel much more ahead of my my academic rigor than I I normally would be. Good. That's feel, a good thing, man. Yeah, I feel on top of That's it. That's the sure. reward. That's the reward of being prepared. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I will say though that I've I've taken what ten days off of lifting now, and I cannot wait to get back in the weight room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm really itching to get back in. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Anything else with no, you going on? Not really. Okay. So, by the way, what did you think of the Bitcoin episode? I thought it was really good. Yeah, I, I th- wish I, I was on it, d- dude. Honestly, I think we're gonna we're gonna upload this one next. Okay. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. then I'm just gonna go backwards. Okay. Okay. I'd love to do one where I'm there because I have a lot to talk about mm-hmm. too. We should definitely do one about like just crypto in general and just what it means for people because the one that i did about bitcoin was very technical yeah, it was educational yeah it, you didn't it was really educational. talk about the application exactly it, which yeah. i think would be really interesting i didn't talk about how we connect to bitcoin how you use it you know what app do you use what wallet do you use what kind of wallet blah blah, blah whatever how do you trade it so yeah. that's there's definitely a lot of room for things that we can talk about and yeah, that, that could be an entire that yeah. could be four episodes 100 percent. and it's always a good time to talk about it when the market's down mm-hmm. because then the the attention's away from it and you can really you can get your things in order before things start going parabolic again. You know, things start going through the roof. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's pretty much it. All righty. That's pretty much it. Would you like to introduce today's episode? Yeah. So pretty much the last, I'd say week or so, right? Yeah. <laughs> last week or so, Hoopy and I have been deep diving into something that we've kind of coined the term as alternate history a lot of people consider it conspiracy theories or alternate theories of what's going on we just call it alternate history i think yeah. that's the best alternate way alternative it. whatever you know yeah and mm. more or less it's just a number of different events civilizations and just overall occurrences within the last mo- but we've mostly been focusing it on twenty thousand years right you'd mm-hmm. say that yeah most I of it's honestly been it's all a human history yeah, We're but we haven't really yeah. done a lot of this stuff before the Ice Age. The most We'll, we'll get mm-hmm. into it, but before the most recent Ice yeah. Age. We've mostly been within the last 20,000 years, I'd mm-hmm. say, right? Yeah. So <coughs> we've started to, to dive into all these different theories from Randall Carlson, from some from Graham Hancock, some from climate scientists. At least that's what I've been doing a little bit the yeah. last week. And just kind of trying to piece together an idea of 
and much more. I will say, and much more. Yeah, that's just kind of so, the. And we're not taking any political sides here. This is nothing to do with politics. No, we're just too curious. We're just this twenty-one is year olds. This is yeah. history. Mm-hmm. And I, I think one thing that you failed to mention was that we're you know this is all about being skeptical. Yeah. We're, we're asking questions. We're being critical of yeah. what we're being told. Yeah. And which I think is a good thing. Yeah, and we're doing it because some things don't add up. Mm-hmm. Which we'll get into, but yeah. there's there's a lot of things that don't add mm-hmm. up. Six. So where do we want to start? What do we have here? We have some talking points. Okay. Should we start with Should we start with the question thing? Or no? Just get it out of the way. Oh yeah, sure. So for questions, uh, we did receive a couple questions about if you want to come on the podcast, and if you want to come on the podcast, just message us. Message me or Matthew or message the All You Say Instagram, and all three are public. I'm public. Yeah, no, they're public. all public. I'm, I'm public. Sure yeah. All You Say is as well. exactly. It, of course it is, man. So. Uh, yeah, and we're we were actually just talking about exploring ways in which we could get people through Zoom mm-hmm. or whatever through video call and get you involved in the podcast like that, and hopefully it'll work. Also, if anyone knows, reach out. Uh, we're gonna do a yeah. little bit of research into mm-hmm. it. I'll probably figure it out, but yeah, um, yeah, just yeah, and let us know what you think of the pods. Up. You know, I mean, we've honestly, I'm really, I'm really proud of. What we've been able to do so far, it seems like people really like it, and our audience is growing. So, yeah, and I think it's only gonna get better. Mm-hmm. We're starting to we're starting to kind of figure it out a little bit. I think totally, you know, steel sharpens steel, and uh, yeah, we're getting a lot of reps in, which is good. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. First topic, I have Ice Age written down here. Yeah. So, what does that mean to you, Matthew? So the Ice Age, the the one we were starting to focus on is the Pleistocene period, which is 30,000 years mm-hmm. to, to 10,000 years ago. And it all started with Egypt and Atlantis. That's kind of what got us all into yeah. this whole thing, which yeah. we'll get into a little bit later. But and we those wanted, are, yeah, And those are some alternative theories of history and things that may or may not have existed. And we were just going into those. And we just came across this whole Yeah, which connected it because... This, the entire earth used to be arranged completely differently. There were massive yeah. continental sheets of ice that were all over northern Northern America, also northern Europe, of course, Greenland. And it directly and, impacted and, human yeah. activity. And this is during the Pleistocene, yep. Pleistocene era. And now yep. we're in the Holocene. Mm-hmm. So what we're looking at is that switch between the Pleistocene to the Holocene and that that transition occurred around 12,000 years ago. Yeah. And if you look at if you look at graphs of temperature which they're able to extract cubes of ice. They did this in Greenland, cubes of ice that have what is it? oxygen what what's it called? oxygen isotopes. I think it's O2 yeah, isotopes or something. Um and it shows the the temperature in that area and you can also extract this data to other parts of the world. World. Yeah, oxygen isotopes. Yeah, oxygen isotopes. And so about 10,000 years ago, it started to fluctuate in a really interesting and weird way, which like unnatural. Al- almost. Yeah. It, it didn't make sense. There was a trend in the graph in terms of where temperature was going. And all of a sudden there were massive shifts that made it really, really cold for, for a couple hundred <laughs> years and then really, really warm, mm-hmm. which, which threw everything off all of these geologists, these climate scientists, they were all completely confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And remember we were in an ice age during the, during the Pleistocene, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows about the ice age and there was a bunch of ice in the Hudson Bay of today and, you know, Northwest America mm-hmm. um, or Northwest. Yeah. Northwest in America too. in the Midwest and Northern Europe, like Northwestern Europe. And like Matthew's saying, you know, like as we're coming out of this ice age into the current age, it's not a smooth transition. There's weird cooling going on, weird warming going on. There's all weird, all, all sorts of weird fluctuations that 
don't really make sense. Mm-hmm. I think the most important thing, which will lead into kind of what we're, we're moving towards, is that sea levels used to be 400 feet below what they are today. Yeah. A lot lower. And that's because a lot of these, these glaciers that used to take up a huge percentage of the globe, I think it's 8 to 10% is the estimate, they melted. A, a, mm-hmm. a great percentage of them melted and obviously rose the, the sea level so, exactly. so greatly. Yeah. So all the water, yeah, that's you got it right. And so a lot of land was exposed. Mm-hmm. So wh- like, just tell us, r- remind me because you know this better than I do, where was their land around the earth that we where there isn't land today? So specifically Panama, there used to be a lot what? more land in there, Panama? there was more yeah because it's like think about think about if you pulled up a picture of the united states right okay and you see the what do you call it an isthmus i think yeah with with sea on two sides it used to be much thicker same with florida florida used mm-hmm. to be significantly yeah thicker. it used to be like a thumb you know mm-hmm. it used to be really thick um what else obviously the intercontinental shelf the uh, the atlantic inter- the bering strait yeah the bering yeah. strait the land mass which was land not ice a lot of people a lot of people think it was ice no no it wasn't ice it was because all the water that was there was in the ice sheet it was actually land and so you, pe- you want to know yeah. why else too tell me the, the tilting of the earth changed right around <coughs> that period which also that. yeah which also goes into maybe p- potential asteroidal oh. impact yeah, like, oh. <laughs> but oh my god you yeah. kind of teased us there with yeah, it yeah so okay <laughs> that's where it kind of gets interesting yeah. because that's obviously super far north in in our current understanding of the globe <laughs> the tilting and the, the arrangement of the earth 13,000 years ago mm-hmm. was likely significantly different than it is today okay so why did you think that that temperature warming was upset and why why was it fluctuating as opposed to being smooth like most scientists think it would have been so a lot of what we've been listening to is the the work of this man named Randall Carlson who yeah but a lot of other things too but whatever just I'm just, just saying up. he's the mm-hmm. one that that taught me about what I'm about to speak about which is that a number of asteroidal impacts which are just large rocks large chunks of matter from space hitting the earth in various uh, in various stages and in various areas of the earth. It doesn't really matter. It can be the middle of the ocean. It'll have a huge impact as well. Mm-hmm. And he believes that I think it's 13,000 years ago. We were in a period where we were pretty much in the middle of an asteroid belt. Correct. You know this yeah. a little bit as well, mm-hmm. but is it, I'm just making sure I'm not saying the yeah, wrong no, thing. So it's the idea is that the earth, like every 12 to 13,000 years will come through this belt of asteroids, which just travels that, is in the middle of the solar system and we'll cross that asteroid belt and because we're crossing that asteroid belt we might collide into some of those asteroids and what we see is that every around every i think it's like every 13,000 years so we see this 13,000 years ago we see this 26,000 years ago etc mm-hmm. etc et you know and around Which is that interestingly around mm-hmm. when the ice age started exactly and it's like like he's saying you know like maybe the ice age was triggered by an asteroid impact mm-hmm and that may have had a lot of well first of all we, we, we don't we we, ha, we don't really think of, about that in the past but it might have also had a lot of repercussions on what was happening on the planet at the time mm-hmm. i was just gonna say a lot of people would assume that when an asteroid hits the earth that it would always lead to to, to heating up of the atmosphere but actually excess carbon in the atmosphere often leads to acid rain which then mm-hmm. once it it becomes in contact with um certain types of rockets 90 percent of uh, of the surface of the earth is made up of a certain type of rock it starts with an s uh, it's blanking on me I don't know. rocks the ocean and and soils will absorb carbon so a lot of times when there's excess carbon in the atmosphere it basalt yes basalt yeah. well there's i think there's a couple of salt i don't know man keep going so thirty thousand years ago twenty six thousand years ago we could have been hit by an asteroid and that could have ended up leading to cooling instead of warming which it likely did 
10,000 years ago. So a lot of people often, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you'd think that when an asteroid hits the earth, it would always lead to excess carbon, um, the destruction Mm -hmm. of glaciers and and a disruption in the climate in terms Mm -hmm. of making it warmer, but it also can go the opposite way. I feel you. And that also relates to some other things Mm -hmm. like everybody's heard about Atlantis, right? And I'm just going to jump right to Atlantis now. Uh, This guy, Plato says that in one of his dialogues, he says that his great, great grandfather once traveled to Egypt. And again, Plato is in Greece. So his great, great grandfather goes to Egypt and speaks to this high priest. Um, The high priest told Plato's grandfather, great, great grandfather that, history was a lot older than what the Greeks thought it was. And the Greeks thought, you know, it was only a few thousand years old. But the Egyptians said that they had records for thousands of years. And I think it was like 8,000 years. That's how far the records went back. And when was this, by the way? This what, was when, in, when is yeah, so this was around 600 BC. So it's about like 300 years before or maybe 200 years before Plato, whatever. Around 600 BC. And so if if, if we add everything up, it's around... Um, let's just say, like, just to be safe, like 9,600 year, uh, 9, years before Christ, which is 11,600 years ago, which again, 11,600 sounds a lot like 12,000. You see what I'm saying? A lot of, so you, I think you guys are starting to see things lining up, but let me continue. So the guy says that history is a lot older than um, the Greeks think it is. And there was actually a great empire that used to, rule egypt and rule the greeks mesopotamia is six thousand years before christ so just just to give you a little bit of context yeah this is older than i mean at this time conventional history will tell you that humans were still hunter gatherers yeah keep exactly. going i just wanted to bring so, that so, up. so yeah exactly so this stuff it's like it's everybody thinks that atlantis is a myth but let's just assume it's real and let's follow the breadcrumbs solon says that there was this great empire that was located beyond the Straits of Gibraltar and then beyond the islands that you would hit subsequently. So you hit a couple islands past the Strait of Gibraltar and then is Atlant- and then there is Atlantis. And today, if you go there, there's nothing there. And can I also say that he said that once you got past Atlantis, which was the capital of this empire, you would reach a continent. So you could argue that this guy, Solon, the high priest, knew that there was America, you know, on the other side of the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. And if you look at where... Uh, Atlantis is supposed to have been according to Plato like if Plato was correct there's nothing there but what like there's nothing above water but what there is there is something called the Mid-Atlantic Ridge and there's like a trifecta of the European plate the American plate and the African plate and if you look at Google Maps right now just just go on Google Maps go on look at the Atlantic Ocean and you will see like right in the middle of Atlantic Ocean if you just go completely west of the Straits of Gibraltar, you will see like a triangle. <laughs> a triangle, of course, it's a triangle. No, but you'll see like three plates meeting, and right in the middle is that Mid-Atlantic Ridge, which is where, to be precise, the Azores Islands are today, which is owned by Portugal. Mm-hmm. So, so what's interesting about that is that yeah, like Solon is describing this cataclysmic event happening to this capital of the world's largest empire happening right around the time when this when this ice age whatever with it when this ice age ended yeah. and you know we're almost, we're, almost to the year yeah like it's within yeah it's within years. like yeah within 500 years and it's also 
when we think that these asteroids might have hit the Earth. Mm -hmm. Because that because the asteroids are like something exogenous, i.e. from outside of the Earth, is the only thing that can explain those weird temperature patterns that we see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and just know. just to kind of build off of that a little bit, when when oceanographers and and other geologists have used LIDAR and this new technology to actually look at this plate, this mid-Atlantic ridge, they see that a lot of the rock mm. at the bottom well, of the when ocean... They dig. I don't think it's radars. I think it's literally when they dig and they bring this stuff up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying they're all kind of doing the same thing, but you're right. that When they've actually extracted the rock from the bottom mm. of the ocean, the only possible way that rock could have ex could exist currently in the way that it does is if it was above water. For an extended period of time, I yeah, forget exactly. the scientific name. Well, for well, it, it's it's things like limestone. Like there, there usually yeah. isn't limestone at the bottom of the ocean. It's usually limestone forms when um, at at low levels of water. You know, when when the water is very shallow. And there's also a lot of beach sand down there. Mm -hmm. Why is there beach sand at the bottom of the ocean? Beach sand does not form at the bottom of the yeah. ocean. It forms by the tides brushing against the coast. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, a lot of people in that time period have talked about great global empires and yes there's there's a Dude. lot of proof that yeah atlantis might have had potentially up to 10 kingdoms yeah 10 different kingdoms throughout yeah. the world Completely. and you see these you see these consistent Bruh, you're taking me deep right now <laughs> fuck you Keep see going. yeah you see these monuments all over the world that kind of repeat themselves in completely unrelated and untouched pyramids areas. pyramids all over the world what, what are they called the star structures I don't star forts star forts which are o just obelisks too yeah but keep going and even even we were t yesterday we were Yo. we're going really deep but yesterday we were looking into sacred geometry and a lot of <laughs> we just lost half of our list no, i know right i know there. but it's just it's just it's building off it a little bit yeah there's certain shapes that work together and i, I don't really want to go too deep into it but there's a, it's called the flower of life and you see yeah, it look all it over the look earth you see Everywhere. all over the earth all over there there it's it's on uh, buildings all over the earth, all over the earth yeah. edifices all over the all over the world so this it's just more or less what we've been looking into shows us that before 10,000 years ago you could even say before 6,000 years ago which is when human history or at least written human history kind of yeah. started we really have no idea what happened but things don't add up no things not don't at all. add up like there's evidence of things being a lot older than what historians conventional historians and conventional history will tell you mm -hmm. like go blacky tepe yep that's one makes no sense hello the pyramids the sphinx i mean the sphinx people will tell you that the sphinx and the pyramids are from like 6000 bc there's water erosion from the sphinx and there was no water around the nile or sorry there was no water in giza around that area around the sphinx and the pyramids at that time yeah it was like 15 or 20,000 exactly. years ago exactly it, 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 it was in the in what's it called in the pleistocene era mm -hmm. you know what i mean when there was the ice age when temperatures were cooler mm -hmm. so explain that to us and you see there, there are these big holes in history and scientists don't want to they, they don't want to talk about it they don't want to highlight these things because then it goes against conventional science and they get ostracized they get pushed out of the scientific community if you guys think that's like i'm not out here just denying all science but i'm just saying that in the scientific community, there's absolutely pressure to conform. Mm -hmm. It's it's yeah, it's really interesting. And the other thing too is, mm -hmm. based on our written history of, of the ancient Egyptians, Fuck. the Greeks, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I you're just taking us like deep in the murky waters right now, man. <laughs> based on what we we know about that, don't worry, you're safe though. You're the construction us. of a lot of these temples, these pyramids, it doesn't really make sense. So it you doesn't, man, it you could imply not. that. 
Do people now don't know how they were built? That we couldn't if if we did not use really advanced machinery that we obviously have and have been able to to come across through our industrial revolution and all this scientific advancement, we would not be able to build that even with the the brain capacity that we do have completely, that we likely completely. shared with them. This whole line of thought would uh, imply that there were human civilizations before the last ice age mm-hmm. before the last uh it's called the 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 younger driest period so that there were great uh civilizations in the pleistocene era and maybe the pilocene who knows whereas history will tell you that oh no human history is only like six thousand years old we do I, I was telling you about this we know that there have been homo sapiens on earth since three hundred and twenty thousand bc so you're telling I me i think it's i think it's less than that with homo sapiens i'm pretty sure it's 250 do we just looked at okay whatever there's all these Maybe figures, the but I don't, I don't even know, man. Even the if it's specifics. 250, even if it's 250, you're telling me that for 242,000 years, we were just hunting and gathering, making jewelry. We know we had language. We know we knew how to make fire. Even though we had all those instruments and all those um, elements, you're telling me that we couldn't learn how to farm? That we couldn't build towns and build society? No, it's just it's not possible. All of a sudden, we just learn how to farm? Dude, like, it's not... We had all the building blocks. I mean, we know that we had these skills, that we were moderately advanced, that we were genetically advanced humans, that, or sorry, genetically modern humans. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're the same humans that we were back then. Why were we not doing anything for 240,000 years? It doesn't make any sense. We were doing things. I mean, Be- I, I I'm, I'm sure of it. We're, we, we, whatever. Yeah. You know? I mean, That's I would argue, opinion. based on what I've learned the last week and still very new to it, but I would yeah. argue that. <laughs> we obviously were doing things. It's just the proof of those things that we were doing was wiped yeah. out by these cataclysmic events. Hundred percent. And you, I mean, if if you Even, trace it back, actually, I mean, we know that the Earth is going through these asteroid belts. And actually, we're in we're in a period right now yeah, where we're technically we in the midst we are. of. And, and there have been a lot of near misses recently. I'm not even no kidding. one even talks about like nobody talks about it. But these things are happening. I mean, these things we're talking like tens of thousands of miles. That's Which not sounds that like a lot, but that's that's closer to us than the moon is. That's within yeah. the the radius of. Wait, hold on. How far? Keep going. The moon's two hundred fifty thousand. Look at that. It's or even closer. Yeah, closer than the moon is. You're right. It's yeah. unbelievable. Bro, don't even get me started on the moon, though, man. <laughs> No, but what I was going to say is it, it doesn't even need to date back as far as what we're talking about. You look at the building of the cathedrals. You look at the construction of the Parthenon and a lot of... Because the Parthenon was what constructed like just before Christ, right? Wasn't that like... Or maybe even a little after. I don't know. No, no, it was before Christ. Okay. All yeah. I'm saying is that the architecture that we were building for about 2,000 years just completely disappeared in like the Middle Ages. And now the architecture yeah. that we, it just doesn't really add, add up. You look at yeah. ancient Berlin, you look at all, all these European cities, the way that they're so laid out. 400 BC, it was built Parthenon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, but you're, you're relating this stuff to a really good point, you know, modern architecture and where did it come from? Because what we were yeah. building before is completely unrelated. Let's, to um, let, let's look at some of those key features. For instance, a lot of buildings in Europe a lot of the traditional old buildings have really, really large doors, mm-hmm. which yeah, doesn't really make yeah, any it doesn't sense. make any sense. Like big door. Well, explain explain why it does make sense first. Exactly. Yeah. Like big door or medium to big door kind of makes sense because we had horses, we had carriages and stuff, and a lot of the time, like you went into the to the building 
with your horse and everything, and obviously you're a lot higher than. Mm-hmm. But you have these like ginormous, just way too big, twenty doors. feet tall. Yeah, twenty, feet, just ginormous, like just completely unnecessary. Considering how difficult it was to build mm-hmm. back then, it would make no sense to make something that big mm-hmm. if there's no reason for it to be that big. Hundred percent. Let's look at some other things. If you look at a lot of old paintings of things of um, monuments that are still around today, like the Colosseum, certain arches in Europe, you know, like like the Arc de Triomphe, not the Arc de Triomphe, that's not a good example, but like there are definitely arches in Rome and pillars and things that are present in paintings. It's really weird that a lot of those paintings, if you look at them, humans proportionally, like everything's proportional on the painting, but humans are a lot bigger. <laughs> this sounds so like out there. No, but, but you can but, go no, look but, at these Yeah, paintings look at these paintings. The, the humans are a lot bigger proportionally to these monuments and these whatever these these buildings and stuff a lot like of that. ancient bibles are much bigger mm-hmm. than any type of book yeah. you'd be making these days yeah why, why are all these old books so big like what's what's the famous uh irish bible the celtic or something well the thing in the dome the colon dome the c- colon dome yeah that had a big yeah. yeah what was the other one that they showed there's just a number of um irish irish what irish bible, bible. Yeah, i don't know man whatever Oh, fine. You keep talking. But yeah, you know, there are all these things that don't really add up. And when we started to really dig, oh, guess what? There are also skeletons that have been found all over the world of humans that are between seven and nine feet tall. Mm-hmm. Seven and nine feet tall. Yeah. And nobody talks about this stuff. And also just L- literally look at, look, just look read up. Read folklore. Yeah. All these oh my stories God, have... Yeah. Giants. Our neighbors, there are huge giants coming into our city and raping our women. And Super famous giant, David and Goliath. Goliath. Exactly. So and, oh, the other interesting thing is this could mm-hmm. there's just so much to talk about, but the Bible and a lot of these religions, a lot of these common themes we're kind of starting to bring up, deluges or big floods, the presence of giants and massive people. If you guys if you guys think we're BSing here about these giants in the ground that nobody's talking about, look up right now. Cayuga Giants in, in Cayuga, New York. C-A-Y-U-G-A Giants. Ever heard of the New York Giants? Yeah. Look at San that. Ever heard of the Giants. New York Giants, San Francisco Giants, which were from New York? Hello. And this is a thing. It is a burial ground that was found in 1871 of about 200 humanoids that were between 7 and 9 feet tall. It's it's crazy. 7 and 9 feet tall. I mean, that is just that's just way bigger than what humans are now. But that would explain... The big books, the big doors, people the, and paintings the, being absolutely massive. Exactly, and you're telling me that for some, like, why why are they making the people bigger? It makes no sense apart from if giants are around. And yes, it sounds really out there, but but this evidence is popping up. And why why are these things the way they are? You know, what I mean, like it's and the historical folk, folklore. Like you have to you have to listen to or, or there's a reason that these people all around the world are talking about the same phenomenons. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna we're not gonna go into aliens, but a lot of different societies talk about people coming from the sky. Mm-hmm. Humans have always been fascinated with the sky. Mm-hmm. You, you read. You're right. Yeah, that's a little bit different. But well, no, I'm just saying know. that ancient literature and mm-hmm. and cave paintings and all these. A lot of the gods were stars. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Like the whole the p- whole pyramid mm-hmm. thing. If you mm-hmm. want to explain, it's a little bit yeah. different. But 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 Matthew, let me ask you a question, man. And a lot of people might be thinking this. Okay, so maybe there were giants before, before now. Why don't? Wh- why is it being covered up? What do you think? Well, A, I think the easy answer would just be there isn't really that much importance to there being giants before. I don't really think uh, what utility does well, that give well, us? Well, remember, dude, the giants 
in these paintings are always nobility. And it's always the nicest buildings that have the big doors, the big balconies. Yeah. Balconies that are the height of you and me. That's weird too. That's yeah. very weird. You look at you look at all these ancient in Rome and Venice and all these mm-hmm. all these balconies are ginormous. Where like, you can't even see. Yeah, out you of them. you literally can't see out of them. Yeah, it makes yeah. no sense. It's, Which it's, I, you could say it's protecting know. them from falling over, but it just I don't know. It's a little weird. It doesn't add up. Yeah. So what do you think? Maybe there was a war. <laughs> I'm just leading you on. No, that. yeah. Like we've also kind of looked into. Hoopy knows much more about this, but we started to talk about Tartaria, which Yo. is. Tartary, Grand Tartary. Tartary. I thought it was Tartaria. Yeah, I mean either man, you know, it's the same. Thing. More or less, yeah. the story behind it. He'll he'll explain it better in a sec, but it's the the age old aphorism that people start wars to delete history. There was an entire civilization slash empire. I'll just let you. I don't want to butcher. Yeah, it. there's an empire pretty much in the middle of Asia, mm-hmm. right where Mongolia. Yeah, and is look, now. we're still exploring this one. I mean, I'm not gonna put this one forward as truth mm-hmm. or gospel or whatever, but. Yeah, it's it's very weird that s- there's a few maps, um, few historical maps from you know the mid, like the middle of the last millennia, so like 1500s and 1600s. Not that long ago. I know, not that long ago. And if you look at Asia, it doesn't say China, it doesn't say Russia, it doesn't say it says Grand Tartary or Tartaria. And there are still things now that refer to Tartary, like there's the Strait of Tartaria in Russia, Tartar sauce, these things. I mean, so Tartarstan, which is a, a republic in Russia. Mm-hmm. So there are remainders of these things. But um, it, it's just really weird that it seems like history is being covered up around the world. And even even the Chicago fire we were talking about the other day. Yeah. Okay. You guys need to look up Chicago Expo or Chicago Exposition. This is that's the craziest thing. That yeah, Ch- Chicago Columbian with a U. Columbian Exposition of 1893. I mean, the city looks nothing like what it does now. And yeah, there was a Chicago fire and everything, but like that's a crazy and big fire. How convenient is it within this whole paradigm of deleting history that oh, there's a fire in, you know, one of the one of one of the most architectural cities in America, one of the most sophisticated architecturally designed cities in America. And a lot of these things that we're talking about, specifically this Chicago thing, I don't really have a, an answer yeah, as to why. Neither would, do I. Neither do I. But it's just really interesting when yeah. you look at these pictures. You got to look into it. The other thing that I found fascinating that I never knew until literally last night when we were watching this video is when we started using cars, a lot of them were electric. Yeah. They were definitely electric energy, cars. 100%. Which makes this whole, uh, I, don't, I don't really know how to say it, more or less... The idea of having a gas-powered car. Is that what you're trying to say? Just the fact that carbon-based energy sources run the world because there is profit to be made. But with electricity, you still can make profit, but it's not to the same extent as... And look at that. And and right around that time when cars are being made, right? Yeah. What's the biggest company in America? Standard Oil Company. Yeah. Hello. (laughs) Come on, guys. Look into it. (laughs) It's just interesting. It's just people... Like, I don't know if people are, I mean, who, who knows who's rewriting history? Who knows who's behind all this? I mean, I think we might do another episode one day where we look into bloodlines and families and stuff like that that have a lot of influence because you and I have done a lot of work or a lot of um, reading about that and we're both really into it. There are things going on and things just don't add up. Another thing that doesn't add up, you know, we were talking about humans and human history and everything, like where humans are from. Mm-hmm. 
Now we can look at the earth. We can look at the skies. Are I don't you know. Strictly like, talking Homo sapiens. Yeah, Homo sapiens. Like, where are we from, man? Well, I mean, everyone always says from Central Africa, but yeah, I don't. You know. actually look at. Are, you were talking about what's what's the group from South America? The different branch of yeah. Humans. There's there's Neanderthals. There's Denisovans. There's, yeah, Denisovans. There's 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 other Homo ones. Homo erectus, that are much but that's smaller. a bit a bit. No, no, but back. Homo erectus is a. What do you call it? It's like a predecessor. You see what I'm saying? Like Neanderthal. Kind of. I mean, they died off. We were a little. No, 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 they did. But Neanderthal and Denisovan, we interbreed with them. They're cousins. Yeah. They were close enough so we can interbreed with them. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I, there's that. And there's also remains of Homo sapiens around the world that don't add up with the whole um, exit out of Africa. Mm-hmm. Now, look, this has nothing to do with race or anything. I'm not. Don't even bring that stuff up. Don't even try. I swear to God. But, like,. I'm just saying that we need to evaluate or how do I like, let me, let me simplify this. If you have a theory and it's 90% correct and 10% of the things contradict that theory, your theory cannot be true. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? It's 0% correct. Yeah, exactly. It's 0% correct. And this is what we're seeing with, you know, the history of humans and everything. Look into these remains that are being found all over the world. People with jewelry, yeah. With jewelry, with, with the drill marks in it. Mm-hmm. it seriously, seriously, look at Denisovan bracelet. Or Denisovan, yeah, bracelet. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally looking at it right now. I mean, dude, this is a drill mark. This is literally a drill mark. It wasn't even like a bracelet. It's like a, what do you call it, a band? Mm-hmm. It's a stone band that goes around. It's slipped on. It's it does It doesn't close. It's slipped onto the wrist with a drill mark in it. And this was this is like 200,000 years old. I mean, come on. It's crazy. I oh, know 40,000 years. My, ba- my bad, guys. My bad, guys. But we weren't supposed to have this technology back then either way. And, and the craziest thing, too, is we're finding some of this stuff, but mm-hmm. there are s- there's so much more buried in the ocean, so much more buried underground. There were a lot of mud floods they were talking about. That's kind of a theory. Who knows if that's true? But just, you know, just like the course of the earth will do that. The earth is constantly changing. Yeah. And we have little to no control mm-hmm. over it. Yeah. Like a lot of monuments that we find in Europe were originally underground and people yeah, yeah. They, people just thought it was a hill oh look it's a hill let's ex- excavate it oh yeah it's really steep but you know it's, it's just a steep hill <laughs> and then you start looking under it and there's a coliseum under it or something i mean this exists guys we're not making this stuff up i was walking home from class today and i was just thinking what am i walking on like what is 100 percent? it's man. because my brain's in this very skeptical place. and that's land we're not even talking about the ocean dude yeah that's i mean that's kind of the atlantis thing but um they found in Lake Michigan, which obviously is a glacial lake. It used to all be a glacier. Mm-hmm. Right after it receded, it was probably much shallower, obviously, because it took a long time for this water to accumulate and melt. And there are, like, I wouldn't call it a civilization, but there are many towns that they've been able to find and unearth Dude. in Lake Michigan. Oh, my God. It's, it's all over That's the world. That's scary, bro. It's crazy. I mean, that like, what you're saying completely contradicts, you know, our history, what we think of what history is. So... Yeah, I don't know, man. The origins of humans is it's it's pretty whack. And dude, another thing with where we're from and everything, I was telling you about this. Isn't it funny so how nature without humans functions perfectly? Mm-hmm. I, you I know, literally just wrote like, a paper on exactly this. like the, the strong eat the weak, and like if whatever, you know what I mean. Like there's a whole ecosystem, and it functions perfectly. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, when you throw humans in the mix, it fucks it all up. What's what's the question? Well, isn't that funny? Like, why is it that nature without us functions in complete harmony? 
you know, yes, there's there's deaths and all this stuff, and you know, it's very brutal at because times, but it's in perfect harmony. But why is it that humans completely screw it all up? Maybe we're not from here. Maybe we're not from this nature. Yeah, from this that, earth. you brought that up. In this I don't ecosystem. Really know, I don't I really say. know where to take that. I don't know what to think of that. But no, what but I seriously, would say is, like, like, think about it. Like, we're what's, the only one intellectually answer? capable of manipulating the environment. We can totally manipulate. Yeah, the but environment. you're telling me that. We're the only ones. Like, think about how many species there are. Maybe we killed off the other ones that were close to us. I don't know. I have no idea. Let's we didn't kill off else. the woolly mammoths. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude. That's weird. Yeah, you're right. But, dude, think about the placement of the Earth, for instance. This is another crazy thing. With respect to the solar system? Just everything, man. Everything. Like, you know, we're in this Goldilocks zone, mm-hmm. right? Everybody says it. We have a moon that we're not even completely sure where it came from. I mean, people talk about... A it's collision. probably part of the earth. It probably was yeah, part of the yeah, earth. Yeah, but dude, a lot of things are weird with it too. Like mm-hmm. I was looking at this thing. A lot of people don't know that the craters on the moon, the depth of those craters, regardless of the diameter of the craters, they all have somewhat of a uniform distribution. Like they all have somewhat of the, or sorry, not uniform distribution. Depth. They have uniform depth. And so they all, like no matter how uh, how wide they are, they all go about the same amount deep. Isn't that kind of weird? So it's like, think of all the lakes. Mm-hmm. It's if all the lakes are the exact same depth. Exactly. Isn't it also weird that we always, like literally out of all the rotational speeds and orbital speeds out there, like possible, all the combinations, the Earth and the moon, they don't rotate at the same speed, but we always see the same side of the moon because the moon rotates at the exact same speed. At the exact same pace at which it goes around the Earth or something. I don't even It's f- also don't weird know. that during a solar eclipse, you're bringing this up. Yeah. The moon is virtually the exact same size it's as the sun. the sun relative to where we are. Yeah, from our position. To them. Yeah. That's why the eclipse is so perfect. It's unreal. We also, for some reason, the Earth, okay, has the largest moon out of any other planet in the solar system. Most people don't know this. We have the largest moon bigger than any other planet's moon in the solar system. How does that make any sense? I don't really see what's weird about that. We dude, don't Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, you think with Neptune. Their gravitational pull, they'd yeah. be able to pull a bigger, bigger, a bigger stuff. structure. Dude, yeah. dude, the moon should not be, or the moon should not be able to remain in our orbit. It should be like, dude, the moon's bigger than Pluto. Mm-hmm. Why is it going around the sun for crying out loud? I don't know. It's sketch, man. Things don't add. I mean, things are a little too perfect sometimes. I don't know. And also, uh, I can't even. I can't do it. What? Just the fact that there are these repeatable shapes and these repeatable yeah. tessellations no, of of uh, of structures throughout the entire universe. Yeah, like the way we look at we need we, uh, we need to tell them more about it in uh, in a later episode. Yeah, because that's a little more developed. because it's a little abstract. Mm-hmm. I think if you don't go into it, but I know it's just a mean. lot of this stuff is yeah. repeatable. The human experience around is the world and even around the universe. Yeah. A lot of this stuff we see in the sky, it's it's very mm-hmm. repeatable. Completely true, bro. Um, so, yeah. Just wild, man. It's a wild planet. And um, just to, I know we already said this, but we're we're just reading, we're just researching. We're not yeah, we're putting it out there. We're looking into it. It's fun. We're having fun with it. Yeah. Better use of time than yeah, watching movies all day yeah, and stuff. And look, we're being critical. And don't take us too seriously. I mean, we're just trying to look, we're just gonna put the crumbs out there and if you relate, then gravitate. Otherwise, move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. But we know that some people out there will I don't know what's the word connect to some of the things that we talked about and like I said we're just putting out breadcrumbs and if you connect then you'll pick it up Mm -hmm. and you can explore that and there's endless amounts of stuff in this in this nature there's so much yeah so many things man 
and it's funny because give give people a couple of a couple of guys or girls to listen to to kind of get them into yeah sure this whole (laughs) train of thought we already brought a couple of them like i think rogan joe rogan in general is Mm -hmm. a good start because he has a lot of these people on and and look he's like the biggest podcast in the world you know everybody knows who joe rogan is but yeah, just he's just very critical about everything, and that's that's the way you need to be. You need to question everything. At least that's what I believe. Um, because at the end of the day, the people in control, the people in power, control the information that you digest. And we know this. You know, you've been told this since you were a kid. So, sorry again. Joe Rogan. Um, Randall Carlson's a good one if you care about, like, geology and history of the earth. Mm-hmm. And he has a lot of really cool stuff with that. Um, but he also connects it to people. It's not just geology. Sure, yeah, and sure. Honestly, I don't know, dude. I, I read such a very like such a um, wide range of sources. I can't really pinpoint it, man. Because mm-hmm. a lot of it, you also need to dissect yourself. You need to look in yourself. Look into. You, sorry, you need to look into it yourself. So, what about you? Anybody you recommend or? I just had Graham Hancock. That's Graham the other Hancock? one. He's yeah. a little. Uh, we don't like him as much. He sounds a little more he's arrogant, right. and yeah. and he's been wrong quite a bit. So yeah. it's a, it's a little bit difficult mm-hmm. to. Uh, give merit to everything that he's talking about knowing that he's been wrong yeah. so many times um mm-hmm. but yeah i'd say those are the main ones yeah. that we we've been looking into and then also actually no that's that's completely yeah. different Never and look th- there are no answers there's only theories we, we can only we can only interpret what makes sense to us so just live your own reality that's what i always say you know don't get too sucked into this stuff at least you know we don't we just live our own reality and we believe what we want to believe, you know, whatever satisfies us and what makes sense to us mm-hmm. within the grand scheme of our lives. Exactly. So, yeah. Also, I, I just want to point out, like, we're not anti-science. No. Yeah, I'm not anti-science at all. If anything, exactly. we're trying to look yeah. at science to try exactly. and back up the things that exactly. don't make sense. Completely agree, man. So, but you cannot, you need to be honest with or yourself and you cannot sense, ignore the things that don't add up. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean... You can. You can do whatever you want. You can live your life and never think about any of this stuff. Yeah, but you're right. if you're curious... That's and just not our ethos. Though. Yeah, it's not who I am. Exactly. I've always kind of been like this. I went through a huge phase of this in high school. You ask any of my high school friends. Really? People we go to parties with. were you with. into? I was the guy at parties, at, at least junior year. Senior year, I was a little bit different. But junior year at parties, I would be sitting in a room with people I respected and appreciated their input and their, their yeah. opinions. And I'd just be talking about all types of stuff, a lot of which is very similar to what we like talked about topics? today. Just like general stuff? Honestly, or more so. An alternative theories? It was, it was more out there conspiracy okay. theory type things. Mm-hmm. Just because I was 17 years old, I was kind of trying to figure my, my place in the world yeah, out. Yeah, you know, everybody comes across that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I had so much fun and I learned so much talking to just amazing people that totally changed my perspective on on the way I look at the world. And yeah. I'm kind of re-entering that sphere only in a, in a bit more and in a bit in a bit more of a mature way now that I've had four more years of life experience mm-hmm. and obviously you're really really well versed with a lot of this stuff as well so going through it with you makes it a little bit easier and if I have questions or if you have questions we can kind of bounce them off of each other yeah we just help each other mm-hmm. yeah so let's take a step back now anything else going on going on with this or just in general just in general that you want to bring up um yeah actually i'm working on one of my good buddies here Let's fucking go what just to say it man i'm excited <laughs> i know my, what you're gonna say one of my good buddies here is uh is 
he met this kid that is the head of or the founder of a club on campus that makes small films or short okay. films. Um, super outgoing kid. I actually haven't met him yet. I'm going to probably meet him in the next week mm-hmm. or so. But he wrote this really cool script. He For asked making my, all you say documentary. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. Um, but he, he sent my buddy this script. He's going to end up being the lead in it. He's acting in it. And myself and and his name's david are also writing the score for the yo for the the short film so that's gonna be really dude uh, yeah that is sick dude good stuff yeah it's i'm excited i'm I'm excited for you yeah i've never put myself in that that type of headspace to write to a story that isn't my own so i'm i'm pretty excited and and eager to Mm kind of wade my way through dude that's that's this experience you gotta push yourself Nothing meaningful happens within the boundary of comfort. Exactly. Never get too comfortable. Never, man. Never. Anyway, I think that's enough for today. And we'll catch you guys later. You uh you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of episodes coming out. We got a lot of them in the backlog, so got some good stuff coming. A lot of stuff coming out. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. (laughs) Yeah, see you guys. (laughs) See ya. Podcast.